What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and you are now listening to the S. Anthony Says Podcast. And after you're done listening to this man in his oh, so savory voice, come on over to randomrobcast.com to where you can listen to the Random Ramblings with Rob. Yeah. Hello, hello, how are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 284, 284. How are you doing, you bastards? Folks, let me ask you a question. I just ran into uh, some of my younger relatives. You know, you you, you know, you run, you run into the babies and the babies all run up to me and I hug the babies and the babies all jump on me. The babies love cousin S, uncle S, whatever my relationship with them. They love me and I love them. Love hugging the babies and playing with the babies. You know, you hug your nephews, your cousins, they're adults. You give them the high fives. You hug them. Hey, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a few weeks and you talk for a few minutes. And then you go about your day. Or maybe they stop by the house. Hey, what's going on? I'm compl- I'm surprised you're here. I'm normally not here. I know that we've come by and you weren't be here. We didn't even see your car. I know, but you know what it is with my schedule. I know, that's why we wanted to... Well, since we got you, let's talk. And it's okay, because I don't see them that often. And they actually have new information for me. Let me actually talk. But I don't get a lot of phone calls. I don't get a lot of phone calls. I got more phone calls when I didn't have a cell phone than I do now that I have a cell phone. And the reason is they know they can get me whenever they want me. And there's no reason to annoy me with stupid crap because everybody knows I don't like talking about stupid crap (laughs) unless it's here. (laughs) But I want to tell you something. This is something that I, I really noticed. I think that I might be the last generation of people my age group, but the last generations of people who could actually accidentally lose contact with people. You know, there are people that I haven't seen in 15, 20 years. There was no animosity between us. We left on good terms. There's some, you know, we might've hung out and they went to one city and I went to another city and life takes you away and you just kind of run. You kind of miss the people. I didn't actively lose contact with them. I didn't try to lose contact with them. I just lost contact with them. But my nephews and nieces and cousins in their 20s, you know, and if I had kids, which I don't, they would not be able to lose contact with friends. I've seen people that don't even like each other that much, but they're still friends on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and this and that and the cosmos and and all of that crap. I don't even bother unfollowing people or unfriending people because who cares? Right. But there are people that I'm, I'm actually looking for to try to find and say, hey, just to say, just to see if they're still damn alive. And I actually posted it on my Facebook. Anybody seen this person and this person? Old friends of mine, people I actually cared about. One guy who was uh, a comic I used to uh, work with and I used to follow him because he was such a strong comic that he would usually blow people off the stage who went on after him. And I actively went on after him. So because if I could handle that, then I could handle anything. He was actually very instrumental in me being getting uh, becoming a good comedian because he was such a uh, he was such a force of nature on stage. Like I said, you know, it was like if somebody, <laughs> you know, it was, it was like uh, following this guy was kind of like um, like jumping out of an airplane with your mouth open. You just <laughs> he's like, there's a lot of air coming in. <laughs> I don't know, I seem to be falling out of an airplane. This is really uncomfortable. Normally, I don't have this sensation. 
And then you realize you can handle it. You know, it was, it was like that. And the other guy was just a, a really good friend, somebody I hung out with in Los Angeles all the time. I hung out all the time. We were great friends, friends since I was 17 years old. And I have lost track with these two dudes. And it's really annoying because I can't find them. And none of my other friends can find them. And that sucks. But my younger relatives don't even understand the concept of having people that you like and not be able to find them. But the thing I noticed is the only reason I want to find these people is because I haven't talked to them in 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years. And I know myself well enough to know that had I maintained contact with them, I wouldn't talk to them that much because I would know where they are. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. My close friends now, I don't talk to them that much because I know where you are. I'm following you on social media. You don't live that far from me. You know my number. I know your number. And they also know me well enough to know, please don't call me with stupid crap. Please don't call me and tell me stuff I already know. Right. If your wife can't cook, don't tell me, you know what happened? My wife burned something. Yes, um, she can't cook. Right. Don't call and tell me your husband sucks at fixing the car. I already know that, you know, Bill tried to change the tire and damn near decapitated himself. Did he decapitate himself? No, he didn't. Well, if he did decapitate himself, let me know, because that's news. The fact that he sucks at fixing the tire is not news. So don't call me with that crap. Tell me if you run into me. And that's my groove with people, right? I don't understand the concept of people that will call you every day. I don't get it. I'm not that guy. I don't want to talk to anybody every day. Anybody that knows me intimately knows I don't want to talk every day. There's nothing that happened between yesterday and today that is so interesting that you got to tell me about it. Right? There was a guy I ran into at a supermarket. I hadn't seen him in about 15 years, right? And he was somebody I liked a lot and somebody that I liked like me a lot. And he was in a different part of the country. He just happened to be back here visiting family. I ran into him. We talked at the supermarket. We moved into an aisle to get out of people's way. We're laughing and joking. This, that, this happened. Ha ha. And then that happened. You ain't got any kids yet? All the way. No, I don't have any kids. All that banging you were doing. Yeah, well, you know, I know what the drugstores are. Ha 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 ha. And I'm talking. They was, how many kids? You got 27 kids. I'm like, man, your ball's still on? Yeah, well, they're on with duct tape because they're ha ha ha. Okay, we didn't actually say those things, but you get the point. <laughs> we had a nice conversation. It really was. But the thing was, I started noticing in the conversation, nothing really changed in in his life that much. And, you know, and everything that has changed in my life, I told him about. And he goes, let's exchange numbers. And I go, yeah, sure. And I gave him my number and he gave me his number. And I knew for a fact I was not going to call him. I mean, I would call him eventually. But why the hell would I call? You just told me everything. What the hell? You know, remember yesterday when you told me everything that happened over the past 15 years? I was wondering if you could recap that again, because um, it's only been 17 hours since you told me. And I really would like to recap that again. (laughs) That don't sound like me, does it? No, because I wouldn't do that. But he did that. He called me and started talking about stuff I just told him yesterday. 
that's okay. You know, I guess it was just his way of trying to figure out, you know, just to make sure we, you know, make sure that the contact was real, make sure that we're still cool, make sure everything's wonderful. And I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, we did. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we already talked about that yesterday, but that's okay. Not a problem. He's just reconnecting and that's going to be great. Next day comes, he calls again. Okay, well, maybe something happened. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he's got tickets to something that he wants to know if I want to tag along or maybe he wants to go out to dinner and hang out a little bit. Uh, that's not going to happen, by the way, but maybe he wants to do that. That's cool. Not a problem. Yeah, the next day comes, he calls again. <sighs> what the hell is this? <sighs> Thursday call, Friday call, Saturday call, Sunday call, Monday call, Tuesday call, Wednesday call, blah, blah, blah. You know why I'm making those nonsense sounds? Because it doesn't matter what day it is. Because every day was another phone call. Now, because he's a friend, an old friend, I decided that's okay. I'm going to take the phone call. He is a friend. He is cool. I, I enjoy his company. He's a great guy. I'm going to take the call. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that the phone calls are very, very short. Because the calls have been every day and there's no way in the world anything as interesting has happened between yesterday and today. It's not even been 24 hours since the last phone call. And here he comes again with another call, 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 another call. Monday, two calls, Wednesday, three calls, Thursday, four calls, multiple calls, multiple calls, multiple calls, multiple calls. And I start to ignore some of the calls. And the only problem with that is if you ignore some of the phone calls, all that does is make the guy call more when i accepted the phone calls it was two calls a day at this point now that when i didn't accept the phone calls now it's six phone calls six phone calls the best six on tuesday six on wednesday six on thursday seven on friday eight ten here ha he ho there are people that actually have restraining orders on people for less than this crap and this bastard just keeps on calling I pick up the phone and I go to him and I'm and I'm trying my best. You know, you pick up the phone to make yourself sound extra busy so the person will know to just shut the hell up and go, oh, you're busy. I'll call you later, you know, or I'll call you tomorrow. You know, give me a call when you're not so busy and you're hoping they say, give me a call when you're not then you're not so busy because you will literally make yourself busy so you don't have to call the bastard. Yeah, I said it. I remember I actually built an entire house from scratch with my bare hands for somebody just so I wouldn't have to talk to some dude. <laughs> that did not happen. But I did do with a lot of extra overtime at work just to make sure that the bastard did not was not home for the bastard to call. Yeah. Bastard. Pick up the phone. Hey, uh, what's going on, man? It's one of the big, big. And then you try to do the whole thing. You start moving stuff around on your table. Yeah, I gotta hold on for a minute. Pretend like you're talking to somebody else. Yeah, Johnson, uh, the double thing or the triple helix. Yeah, well, would you need me to be over there right now where someone's gonna viciously die a horrible death? And it's, it's imperative that I get off the phone right now and come over to where you are and help you out because if I was not to end this co phone call right now, which is important to me because this is the greatest guy in the world on the phone, but what you want from me is so unbelievable really important that I must end this phone call right now or someone will die. I have to leave the phone call now, right? Okay, let me tell my person on the phone who's a great guy whose phone calls I look forward to that I have to absolutely get off this phone call right now or someone will viciously die in the warehouse and they did and you start smacking stuff around on the table. So what's that, Johnson? Everything go oh God, hold on, I'll be right over there, Johnson. 
But the thing about it is somebody that calls that much, or the people that call that much, the people that don't give a crap and call you all the time, the people that know you have a life, the people that know that you're busy, the people that know that you're doing a whole bunch of things, the people that know that you're a very, 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 very busy person, don't hear that crap. They don't understand that crap. You could actually say, I am now on my way plummeting to the ground. I've jumped out of the window. I don't like it. And they would say, hey, before you hit the ground, let me tell you this first. That way you go to the afterlife by hearing this funny story. Yeah, that's only a slight exaggeration from what some of these bastards are like who don't know when to put the phone down and shut their punk ass mouths. So I go through all of this crap to try to get to the point where this person will realize that I can't talk right now. And in this particular instance, I really am busy, not because someone's going to be viciously dying and an accident in the factory or something like that, mainly because I don't work in a factory and I didn't. Well, I have worked in the factory before, but not during this time period. And then, then he's the oh man oh i guess you gotta go okay well i'm gonna let you go and i'm going ah finally this bastard gets the point and he's gonna let me go he just said it he said it out of his mouth but first oh you know i know the person's gonna die a horrible death if you don't leave but i mean you can you can wait a couple seconds and everything he's saying Nothing he's saying is really that important. I'm not really interested in where he got the new shoes from. I don't really care about his new television. I think his wife's a, a nice lady from what he said. His kids are doing great in school. They were doing great in school yesterday when they told me that you were great. They were doing great in school. What are they going to do? Turn into idiots in a day? No, the only idiot in your family is you, you bastard. And I just, and I just have to be slightly with us. Oh, crap. I got to go, man. I got to go. I got to go. Gotta go, gotta go gotta. And as I'm putting the phone down, I realize he's still talking talk to you later click and i'm sitting there looking at the guy and you ever been in a situation you ever seen one of those old movies where uh they're waiting for a call from the warden right and every time you look at the phone the phone rings you know one of those movies where they go he's calling from inside the house where you don't want to answer the phone call because you know the vicious killer is, is going to call or you're waiting you're waiting for a phone call to find out that the bomb didn't go off and you're dreading that phone call and you're looking the whole time you're walking around your house and you're just looking at the phone and every time the you th you start hearing phone you start hearing the phone ring when the phone isn't ringing you know what i'm saying you just you just can't and this guy has just taken and if you pick up the phone and dial somebody you, and you know how sometimes you just have this bad habit of just automatically clicking over when you're on the phone and you know if you're on the phone with someone you want to talk to and this bastard that catches you on the other line and you click over you're never going to be able to get back to the person you want to talk to he did that to me once and I wanted to fly through the phone and choke his punk ass. I'm on the phone trying to talk to somebody. I wanted to talk to a lovely lady. I was setting up the date so we could go out and it was the third date. And he's a, and another thing. And I said, listen, I can't talk right now, dude. I got, I'm on the other line. Well, you know, click, okay, why don't you click over there and then come back? And I'm sitting there going, that's, in my mind, I'm thinking, that's rather presumptuous of you, you bastard. And I said, look, I'll call you back. Click. And I go back over to the lady and everything worked out great on that end. But I made the mistake of saying, I'm going to call you back. Oh, no. 
to a dude that calls you that often and talks about nothing to say that I'm going to call you back is the same thing as rubbing blood on your ass and going into a shark pond and swimming with the damn sharks covered in blood and chum. Because it ain't going to stop now. It's never going to stop. The bastard's going to call 15 times more than he was calling before. And you don't want to be rude. He's a nice guy. You don't want to be rude. As it turns out, he's one of those guys that you realize after the 47 phone calls you get every two days, you realize that the reason he was not part of your life anymore was because as other people started to leave your life because of, you know, uh, geographical reasons and job reasons, you very quickly latched on to them and made sure you were contacting them. I had a couple of friends, uh, a guy who did, who did shows with me, really good dudes, really good guys. They weren't famous comics, nor were they really trying to be famous. They just love being comics. And it was a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's just a really great guy. I loved working with this dude. Really nice guy. You know, one of those, he, look, he was kind of one of those Doug, he looked kind of like Doug Heffernan from King of Queens. He, he was one of those type of dudes that does a really loud act, but very funny guy. Great guy to hang out with. I really loved that this dude as a person. Great guy. And he goes to another part of the country. I find him, we reconnect and we, we talk and everything's cool. You know, he, you know, when he left, I didn't know he was leaving because as comics, sometimes you, you know you're in one city and they're in another city and they're not going to check in with every person they know when they move someplace. You know, it's not like that. But I called him before he left and we got contact information and we, we kick it. We, we talk every once in a while. And we text every once in a while and we, we, met, we talk to each other on Facebook every once in a while. So if I need to contact him or him or he needs to contact me, we can. Great. And I made an effort to make sure and he made an effort to make sure that we connected as friends and stay connected as friends. And we've known each other almost 30 years. And we're still friends. Yeah. But then I thought about it and I realized, wait a second. There's a reason I let Sir Calls a lot fade away. I knew he was going away. And I realized back then it was such a long time ago. I realized I didn't lose contact with the bastard. I kind of hid from him. Right. I kind of hid away from him, let, the, let it kind of lapse, kind of hoping I didn't run into the bastard. And I forgot that I was trying to get rid of the bastard, and I saw this as an opportunity to get rid of the bastard. And now I accidentally reconnected with the bastard. Oh, no. And he has the phone number. Oh. Now, as it turns out, he started to tell everybody that he was moving away again, I'm moving away again, I'm moving away again. This is my opportunity to get away from this bastard again. This is my chance. This is my chance of freedom. I see the gate open. I see the green fields. I got to run. As soon as that gate opens up, I got to run. I got to run through the water and wash away the scent so his tracking dogs can't find me. I got to turn off the positioning and the, the, the location on my phone so he can't track me, track me down. I got to change my name. I got to I gotta wear a disguise. I got to go to another country. I got to get on a, I got to get on the, but if they, listen, Elon Musk, if it needs somebody to go to Mars, I'm your dude. But if I open up that damn capsule and I find out that his punk ass is in there, I'm going to slam the door shut and run back into the control room and hit the launch button. I know it's going to be earlier than you want it to happen, but I got to think about me first. 
So the guy moves away and I switched telephones. And when I switch telephones, I don't take the new number with me. I don't care enough to take the new number. Everybody that knows me, there's like 10 people that I call all the time. Well, not all the time, all the time for me, which is like maybe once a month, <laughs> maybe a couple of times a month. So I only need to change 10 phone numbers. I only need to change 10 phone numbers. I just take the I just take the card out of my phone, go to the next phone, whatever that number is. I push the card back in. I group text everybody. This is my new number. Bam. And that is one of the best habits I have. Because when I got my phone, the one that I have now, oh, yeah, it's a different phone number. I don't need that other phone number. I don't care about that other phone number. Everybody else has erased that phone number. And now they have the new phone number. All 10 people that I want to call me on a regular basis because everybody else contacts me via, via email and crap. So they don't call anyway. <laughs> and I just want to say one thing to the person who now has that phone number. I apologize. I apologize to you. I know some maniac is probably calling you 85 times a day. Well, guess what? Better you than me, punk. Better you than me. Who knows? Whoever has my phone number next, my old phone number, they may be an annoying, no knowing how to shut up bastard as well. And I may have created a friendship of two obnoxious, call too much, talk too much, don't know how to shut the hell up and leave you alone, bastards. And maybe they'll go on and have a happy friendship and live happily ever after. And I hope that's what happens. But I know one thing. I want to become rich and famous for one reason and one reason only. I want to be able to hire somebody to go to pre-go wherever I'm going to go with a picture of this bastard, walk around the perimeter of the place, walk inside the building, check every door, check every floor, check every bathroom and make sure that bastard isn't in there. So when I go in there, I don't have to change anything else. I don't have to get another new phone. I say I want to hide from that bastard. Now, I know that, that you can't tell me that there's not some people that are around you that you just want to get rid of the bastard. You don't want to talk to the bastard all the time. You don't want him around you all the time. He doesn't know how to shut up. He doesn't know not to show up at your house. He doesn't know not to do all of that crap. I know there's somebody you want to get rid of. And I hope you have an opportunity to. Because finally, I am free. By the way, I know there's people listening to me. And if any one of you bastards finds out who I'm talking about, which is why I didn't use any names and you let him know where I am, I'm going to officially debastardize you. Yeah, that's right. You will no longer be an official sass bastard. I will excommunicate your punk ass from bastard world so fast it'll make your head spin. So all of you in every country, keep your mouth shut. Don't let this bastard know where I am or you will no longer be one of my bastards, you bastards. I'm sorry, that was a little harsh. But I need to hide from this guy. There are people that are hiding from the mob who are less afraid than I am that this bastard may start calling me again. In fact, I was probably talking too loud into the mic. I don't know whether or not he's around. He might be around me right now for all I know. Yeah, but I'm going to 
keep my voice down. Um, I'm gonna end this segment really quietly. Uh, segment over. Hey there, bad movie fans. I'm Honor Knight, head cinematic flusher from the Soiled Restroom Cinema Podcast. If you like playing with cinematic turds as much as we do, join us each and every Thursday as we scour the bowels of streaming media to bring you the absolute worst Hollywood has to offer. Check out all of the action at our home restroom on the net, signalsoffury.com, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Soiled Restroom Cinema. We're here to flush it so you don't have to see it. All right, everybody, let me, let me ask you this. And... I was watching one of those uh, news programs. I don't remember which, which which one it was. I don't remember whether it was 2020 or 60 Minutes or CBS Sunday Morning, whatever the hell. I don't remember which one it was. In fact, they probably all have done have done stories similar to this. So it doesn't. So who which one it is doesn't really matter. But what they were talking about was the uh, the fact that auto, that computers and automation is going to start taking away certain jobs. Now, if you worked in the factory and you build cars, you already know that those. The machines have already taken away some of the jobs and they should take away the jobs that are that are really, really dangerous and things of that nature. I get that. But you start seeing uh, the computers, they're making pizzas now. You know, I was in the supermarket just now uh, and they automated the, the sandwich counter. And you basically you, you type in. I mean, there's a person literally standing right there. I could literally walk up to the person and say, like, say I wanted to get a hoagie. Yeah, I want to get a uh, put the this on it, that on it, and put some this on it, and put some that on it, and put some this on it, and put some that on it. But no, you can't talk to the person. Mm-mm. Oh no, 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 no! You can't order through the person. You must order through the keypad. You can't talk to the person. You got to order through the keypad. So you go over to the keypad, and then you push the button, and then the computer then talks to the person, and then the person who's four inches away from you then does the thing that you could have told them directly to their face, but no, you got to use the machine. Now you and I both know, if the person behind the counter has to use a certain exact amount of this and a certain exact amount of that and a certain exact amount of this and they must stick to that it's only a matter of time before that person is replaced by some robotic arms that go down and grab the salami and grab exactly 6.2 slices of it and slap it on there and grab exactly 6.2 slices of cheese and exactly 1.6 ounces of mustard and exactly and all of that crap and that person will be gone. You know, the person that's standing right in front of you that you're not allowed to talk to. You can't say anything to the person. You can't make an adjustment because if you make an adjustment, there has to be an, an additional cost and they don't want to take the person away from making a sandwich to go and have them go talk to the person or call the person and tell them that it's an additional cost. No, it all has to go through the machine. Now, in some ways, that seems kind of stupid, but in some ways, I kind of understand why you would want machines and computers to take over certain things, because there are times when you don't want a computer, you don't want a human being to get involved in stuff. You just don't want it because some of our human frailties will come into play. And sometimes, you know, let, let's keep it real. If, if you actually allow the person to talk to a human being, if you go to that store enough, if the person thinks you're cute or if you think the person's cute and you start flirting or if you're friends with the person, the person will do i'll give you an example uh, a long time ago uh the, before poppy stores were poppy stores there was a there was an asian group of people that ain't that that owned the corner store in my in my childhood neighborhood 
and they were in a situation where they were they were by a bus stop and people would get on the bus stop. And a lot of times, maybe I'm telling you, 80, 90 percent of the people that were in the store were people that didn't come in the store regularly. They they come to the store every once in a while. But it was a lot of people that were by this bus stop. So it was a lot of turnover there. But they were people that lived on the block or the block past the block. And I was one of the people that lived on the block past the block, which means my grandma would always send me to the store to get hoagies for people. And as I got older and the same people were working in the store, there was his brother behind the counter who would make the hoagies and he made great hoagies. And because I came in there all the time, he would, Hey, little man, I'm going to hook you up. You come in here all the time, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you coming all the You always, well, you the one that orders the boop-de-boop, right? Yeah, you know, I'm going to throw some extra pickles on there for you, a little extra beauty boop And he would, quote, hook it up for me. And because I was a regular and because I was a, a cute kid and because I was a nice kid and because whenever I went down there, I always came down there for six hoagies. He knew when he saw me, there was going to be a bunch of hoagies going out. I was the six hoagie kid. And when I came in, the six hoagie kid, all six of the hoagies got hooked up hooked up real good i got more meat and crap on my hoagies than other people that weren't in there all the time why because i was a six hoagie kid you damn right now as a human being as a standalone business that kind of makes sense because you're guaranteeing the person that is buying a lot of product keeps coming back you're guaranteeing the loyalty because if i just got the same hoagie that was just as good as every place else uh, the six hoagie kid may be going to another competing store. The six hoagie kid may be going to another competing store, even though I was getting a little, little extra meat, little extra pickles, little extra this, little extra cheese, little extra that. But I was the six hoagie kid. Damn it. I'm the six hoagie kid. I can't do How you doing, punk? What do you want? I want six hoagies, punk. You're the six hoagie kid. You're damn right. When I look at these hoagies, there better be extra meat and cheese on there, punk. Whatever you say, man, I want to make sure that you're happy. You're damn right. <laughs> okay, I went a little overboard with that, but you get the point. Back to the robots. But if you do that on a regular basis to a lot of people, at some point, it's not as efficient as it should be. And you start to lose a little money or make a lot less money because you're hooking a whole bunch of people up. Because if they hook me up, there's probably other people that come in. There's, a five, there's probably a couple of five hoagie kids or four hoagie kids. He wants their business, too. Maybe he should hook them all up. If they found out that I was getting hooked up, they're going to want to get hooked up, too. And then all of a sudden he's hooking everybody up. And now he's paying. You're paying for a certain amount of meat, but you're actually getting more meat which means the man is losing money back to the computers. So if it's automated, all of a sudden there's nobody back there to hook it up or to hook you up. Even if you're the six hoagie kid, you're no different than the one hoagie kid. It's hoagie neutrality, just like net neutrality, hoagie neutrality. I shouldn't get special treatment just because I get six hoagies and that person gets one hoagie. We should all get the same meat and pickles and cheese and all of that crap, right? So if you get rid of the person and it's automated, boom, you don't have to worry about it. Boom, every hoagie is treated exactly the same way. And the person goes away. And it sounds like a bad thing, but it really isn't. The six hoagie kid, well, six hoagie man now, even though I don't no longer really eat hoagies like that, but I still retain the title. <laughs> it's a ceremonial title. And every once in a while on six hoagie day, they have a pro they have a parade for me in Philly. <laughs> that does not happen. <laughs> 
but when I was watching, and then I'll, I'll, this is the reason why I brought up, I bring up uh, electronics and computers and stuff like that, and cameras. I was watching the UFC fight last night, um, the main event with the ladies, and it was a very close fight. But I, but one a group of people thought that one lady won, the, the the challenger, and some people thought the champion won. But a lot of people thought the challenger won, and there were people that were going, well, you know, it was a close fight. It could have gone either way. And I always hate that cop-out statement. It's a close fight. It could go either way. No, either one person whooped the other person's ass or the other person whooped the other person's ass. That's it. They didn't very rarely do you see the exact same number of strikes, the exact same severity of strikes, the exact same number of ring generalship, the exact same number of takedowns. Right. And if there is the exact same number, I got news for you. Fight another round. There should be one more round. They should fight until there's a winner. Right? I never understood that crap. Either somebody won or somebody didn't. Now, if you, st- and when you look at the judges, how many times have you seen this when you watch a fight? And the judge won, says 49 47 for, for the champion. Yeah. And Judge B says 48 47 for the challenger. Yeah. And Judge 3, I don't know what the hell this person was thinking. Nine million to six for the champion who just happens to have the exact same last name and who seems to have transferred money into the account of the judge. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> right? But if you put a sensors in the in the in the in the in the gloves and you put sensors on the ring and you make them wear uniforms with sensors on them, you could count the strikes and it would be clear. You would know who hit the hardest, who caused the most damage, all of that crap. And you would take it out of the hands of the judges. The simple fact that people say in the fight game, well, make sure you you finish the fight. You don't want to leave it up to the judges right then and there. That ought to tell you that the judges are complete crap. If you have to go look. These people are corrupt, so whatever you do, make sure you decide to fight by choking out your opponent or knocking out your opponent or beating them down because you wouldn't want these corrupt people to make the decisions right then and there. That ought to tell you right there. Get rid of the judges because the judges suck. But if you had censors, censors that could be completely objective this person landed this percentage of strikes with this severity and this person did that and we're going to watch it on film and we can see that that did not happen she, the person did not get in the groin they lied take a point off for lying and there's, if you could do it that way then all of a sudden you don't have to worry about well, you don't have to go or well, whatever you do the objective electronics that can't be bought or fixed or, or changed do anything the, 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 now that the lies and the corruption has been completely erased You don't have to worry about judges anymore. I would like that. I like sports where you win or you lose. People always complain in football. Well, the game is lasting too long because they have to go to the to the thing and look and look and see if the person did the stuff. And they spend too much time looking at the play to make sure it's right. Shut up. If you're watching football, you're going to watch football from when it starts to when it ends anyway. You think the extra 17 minutes is going to kill you? Shut up. I just want to get it right because sometimes the refs mess up. When you watch racing and you see racing and somebody snaps the tape before somebody else, on the rare amount of times you go, like in the Olympics, if it's, an, if it's a tie, well, it looks like they hit the table at exactly the same time. They, you know what? I don't want two people standing up there getting the gold medal. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. On the rare, almost ridiculous occasion that that happens, 
everybody else off the track. You guys get a half an hour to rest. Get your punk asses back out on the track and you're going to run until there's a winner. If you hit the tape at exactly the same time again, you get another half an hour and you run again. Only one person is standing up on the damn podium and we're going to use the electronics to figure out which one of your punk asses ran fastest. Sometimes I think we should just bring the electronics in. Sometimes human beings need to just shut the hell up and get out the way. Sometimes. Because that irritated me. I'm just reading all of these things. Well, I think the champion won because, you know. Well, I think the challenger won because the gibby gibby. I just want some senses on their asses so we know who whoops whose asses so we don't have to deal with these stupid ass judges on a regular basis. And I got news for you. The same thing with the NFL refs. I don't care what the hell your punk asses says. If they call a holding on somebody or not holding or something and you could see it on film that the crap didn't happen. Well, that is not reviewable, <laughs> even though it's right there on this gigantic film that we completely messed up. And there's absolute proof that the player that we said did something was not only not on the field he's at home right now recovering from surgery so i don't even know how we said he did anything in fact we called it on the wrong team because this is not miami dolphins aren't even here this is the giants and the cowboys i don't even know how we did that but we have a strong union so shut up we're going to get to do what we want and you can't even get mad at us you can't even look at us the wrong way or we can throw you out of the game <laughs> get out of here with that crap that's why I like dash cams. That's why I like red light cameras. That's why I like uh, people putting cameras on their damn houses so you can't say you didn't steal their mail, you piece of crap. I didn't come on your porch and steal your mail. I don't even know what you're talking about. I can't believe you're blaming me for stealing the mail. Why are you rolling out a television? That's high definition. I'm still wearing the same clothes that I stole your mail when I that was wearing when I stole your mail mail earlier this morning and I'm pretty pretty much busted. Ugh. I don't I I know people the human the human voice is important and I like when you call uh, customer service and there's a human being there. I like that. I like that. I like having that option. Right. Sometimes you want to have that option. Sometimes you want to hear another human voice. But there are times there are times there are times I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to check my statements. I just want to find out if the money I put in is there. I just want to be able to transfer money from one place to another. I sometimes don't even go into the bank because I don't feel like standing in line because I don't want to have someone go. And is there anything else I can do for you, Mr. Thomas, even though I have your money right here and I should just hand it to you. But I'm going to force you to have this long ass conversation about nothing in particular. And I'm going to ask you how your day is when you can look at my face and tell immediately. I don't really care how your day is. And the only reason I'm asking is because my manager is standing at the copier machine pretending like she's copying something only because she's listening to me, making me forcing me to interact with your ass even though I would really like you to just leave the bank because you're nothing but a customer and I don't really want to talk to you right now because I really am having problems at home and I don't want to have this conversation my husband's a real asshole and I, I really just can't wait till till break so I can call him and tell him that he can go bleep himself and I hate his guts and then but I have to be nice to you and talk to you and I can't even believe she's even standing by the copier because the, first of all the copier is broken and she's the one that's supposed to order the copier so she's sitting there putting papers into a copier that's broken just to overhear me force myself to be polite to your punk ass when I really just want you to leave. Can I have my money now? Yes, you may, Mr. Thomas. Is there anything else I can do? Yes, you can let go of the other side of the money. Thank you. I gotta go. 
ATM doesn't do that. ATM doesn't pretend to care about your day when you know the ATM doesn't give a crap about your day. I know this is a weird rant. I'm sorry. It's just been a weird week for me. And I'm telling you right now, sometimes computers are better. Sometimes electronics are better than people. Now, if somehow they find a way to make a a computer have a wonderful, smooth voice like this and tell wonderful stories, I'm going to have to say at that particular point that automation is wrong. But until I can be replaced as a comedian and I can be replaced as a podcaster and I can be replaced in some of the other things that I do, I'm all for computers. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. That's kind of self-serving that you only you only care about you. You don't mind computers doing things until it affects you personally and then you don't want the computer to do things well i'll have only have one thing to say to you computer could you handle this for me why don't you just shut the fuck up and let us anthony talk about the stuff he wants to talk about you bastards oh that was a great job computer could you curse them out some more why don't you people go after yourselves how can no book and you can have the nerve to even question that anthony you know that anthony is always right thank you very much computer that's really me talking into the microphone with my hand in a circle to make my voice reverb like that <laughs> f y'all go computers go Take over. I don't care because by the time artificial intelligence is powerful enough to kick our asses and start looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and kicking our ass, I'll be long dead. I hope. But if AI ever picks up to the point where they you know, begin to have the ability to kick our ass and and it affects me personally, then I would have to say that I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> F y'all. <laughs> Segment over. Hello, horror fans. My name is Douglas McCambridge, and along with my co-host Jamie Lorello, we run a podcast called Good Times Great Movies, where we review movies from the craziest decade, the 1980s. In October, we do horror movies and horror movies alone, so we're reaching out to you, the listener slash horror fan, to recommend movies you want to hear us talk about. Tweet to us at GTGMcast. Find us on Facebook, listen to the podcast, Good Times, Great Movies. Let us know what horror movies from that decade you want us to talk about. If we choose yours, you win a prize. It'll be something awesome. Blu-rays. That's what I'm going to say. All right. Hope to hear from you. Well, folks, this has been episode number 284 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you guys for stopping by and, and uh, listening to me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to me for a while, so thank you very much. Make sure if you have an opportunity to, if you can, that you send some bread to the hurricane relief funds. We have these two gigantic hurricanes beating the crap out of our country. I had, had friends and family in Texas. They were, of course, very, very fortunate to get away and not be harmed. And my friends and family in Florida were able to get away from the storm. But a lot of people have not had the opportunity to, and there are a lot of people that need help. I've donated to the to the funds. If you can, please do so, because people do need your help, my friends. They do need your help, and that's what we do, damn it. That's what we bastards do. Now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now this show is over. Okay, this episode, we're done here. And what I'm going to do now is give you the social media and all of that crap. And then I'm the heck out of here, baby. And I'll see you again next week. Now, if you want to talk directly to me, send me an email. You know what the email is. The email is talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. Talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. Not the number two, the word two, T-O. Okay, talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. The social media for me on Twitter, for me specifically, is at S. Anthony Thomas. For this show, is at S. Anthony Says. Uh, the show can be heard on 
TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I'm everywhere, baby. All you got to do is Google my name, S. Anthony Thomas, or Google the show's name, S. Anthony Says, and bam, I'm right there, baby. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe. If you're on Facebook, and who isn't, go hit my uh, fan page or whatever that crap is called, uh, a fan page page, I don't know what the hell they call it. Whatever it is, I use it and I want you to take a look at it and check it out and give me a like. You go to Facebook, you go to the search box at the top of Facebook, you type in S. Anthony Says, bam, my page will pop up. It's a verified play page with a blue check, meaning it's definitely me, me, me. Click on like, I would appreciate it. Folks, you've been great. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your love. And hopefully when I go back out on the road, you will do me one more favor and offer foot massages because I like those. <laughs> I do not like those much. I'd rather have my back rubbed. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, too. Actually, we would not mind a nice buttocks rub as well. <laughs> Ladies only calm down. <laughs> but the dudes. You know, y'all could high five me. I could do that if you want. I wouldn't mind that. Folks, thank you for everything. I will talk to you next week. I'm going to say goodbye on the count of three. The way I always say goodbye. Join in. Join in. Join in. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.